Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Hour number two, Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer in studio. 107 in Edmonton, second hour of Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex has our office printer and supply needs covered. They do it all, and they could be doing it for you right now. Digitex. Speaking of Digitex, Brendan, I believe Hugh Porter owes you and me a night out. It's going to be a busy week. Uh, you're going to be doing the show Thursday. I'll be attending the Claire Drake uh, Celebration of Life. Several uh, hockey dignitaries coming into town uh, to be over at uh, the Butter Dome at the University of Alberta for that. And then uh, I'll be at an event on Friday as well, uh, in part and parcel to that as well. So uh, I'm not sure when Hugh's going to come through and take us out, but he owes us one after uh, you, uh, your Washington Capitals came through in the Stanley Cup Final against Vegas. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, I don't know what he has planned for us, but it should be a fun night. Hopefully we end up celebrating like Ovechkin by the end of the night. Well, that's that's all right with me. Well, that's me on a Friday or Saturday anyways. It should be. You're you're not married and you're in your late 20s. That's what every red-blooded guy should be doing at that age, right? Win or lose, we still booze. That's rule number one in sport. All right, some guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Don and his staff at Japanese Village. Three locations, downtown, south side, and north side. Uh, You can text us on our Westlock Ford text line 630-630. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. The show Twitter account is at Oilers Now. Brendan's got it up to about 36,000. Uh, you can reach me at Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan at uh, Brendan Ulrich. In this hour, uh, Mike Harrington out of Buffalo to talk about uh, Sabres rumors, and there are many. We've talked a lot about Milan Lucic. We'll circle back to that, but I want to get on to the uh, NHL draft. I'll be heading down to Dallas a week tomorrow. Uh, and uh, Jack Michaels and myself uh, will have extensive coverage uh, on 6.30 Chad with Reed Wilkins as well as on Oilers TV. Um, pleased to be joined on the line from HockeyProspect.com, Mark Edwards. And I do want to tell you that uh, in talking to scouts in multiple NHL organizations, HockeyProspect.com is probably, no, it's not probably, it is um, the scouting service that's independent out there that I receive by far the most positive feedback at back. Uh, and the common uh, theme is absolute grinders. These guys are on top of it. They do the work. Um, they hustle. We see them at the games. And uh, this collective group, HockeyProspect.com, led by Mark Edwards, does a super job. And that's coming from more than one or two organizations. I've talked to a bunch of different teams about this very subject. So, Mark, now that I've given you about as positive as a lead-in as you can have, uh, welcome to our show. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I was just going to say, I think that's about the best intro I've ever had. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you can always buy next year in Buffalo at the Combine or in Dallas. <laughs> but it's, it is it is the truth, and it comes from, uh, you know, uh, multiple different organizations that I've talked to over the last four or five years. 
On that note, HockeyProspect.com puts out what for our listeners? And we're just putting a tweet out right now, but maybe educate our listeners on what you guys do on sort of a, a yearly basis and the guy that you have out that goes out for the draft. Yeah, I'll do a real quick Coles Notes version of how this began. Uh, many, many years ago, I was coaching Wayne Simmons in midget AAA, and I thought to myself, this kid's absolutely fantastic, and nobody knows about him. So I started, decided to start a website that would just try and help kids like him maybe uh, get exposed to uh, maybe an NCAA scholarship. And uh, anyway, it kind of uh, morphed on from there. Obviously, Wayne Simmons' story is... Everybody knows that now, uh, but it just kind of snowballed into what it is today, which was full-blown rankings for the NHL draft. We also do the, the OHL draft and the Quebec Major Junior draft. Uh, we used to do the WHL draft, but I just didn't feel like it was up to our standard. It's so difficult to do uh, with that widespread. So, in a nutshell, that's it. Um, uh, we're out there. We're in the ranks. Uh, I spend a good chunk of, of money doing the travel and getting around. Uh, you know, everything from being a Sochi to 10-hour layovers with guys in uh, places like Istanbul on the way home from Sochi, and then that's kind of why, you know, I know these guys. I'm just kind of one of the guys out there doing the traveling. So we put out a list. Uh, we put out a huge NHL draft black book, which is over 600 pages usually every year, and that's what we just released uh, last week. It is um, kind of our, our big product at the end of the year. How do people uh, access this? Where do they get hold of it? Yeah, just go to hockeyprospect.com. There's a digital download edition that's uh, as soon as you pay it's an instant download you'll have it and then uh just on saturday morning it uh, the print version hard copy went up on amazon.com and amazon.ca uh they're a little pricier because amazon takes uh, a very large portion uh, of that price all right great stuff uh the edmonton letters have the 10th pick uh, but let's talk about the overall depth of this draft, maybe specific uh, to a little bit of an Edmonton-centric position. Would you say there's a top seven, a top nine, a top 11? Uh, obviously, we all know that Rasmus Dahlin will be going number one, but give me your perspective on the overall depth and maybe educate our listeners a little bit from your end. Yeah, so in the top 10, we, we kind of had the one-two settled, you know, really, I mean... You got to go out and still take a look. But those two, you know, finishing one, two, and I'm speaking of Dalin Spechnikov, uh, it didn't surprise me that they were the final two on our list. Now, three, three was a different story. Three was about as difficult a choice as we've had in a while. Uh, had a tough choice between uh, Brady Chuck's brother and Pierre Luc Dubois uh, in that year, but it was more of a two man. This involved, you know, what uh, Tuchuk, Zadina, Dobson, uh, Mixon. A Wallstrom, you know, even uh, others came into it. So that three uh, spot was really tough. So I'll call it a three to six, three to seven. And then I think it goes again from like an eight to 12, where it's another group in there. And then, you know, we can go on, uh, you know, 12 to 18, and then uh, an 18 to, God, 45, maybe, you know. Okay. Hey, just revisiting that 2016 draft. So you guys did not have Yessa Poliarvi in the three hole that year? Uh, okay, sorry. I'm. I'm you yes, said yes, you. Sorry. Yeah, I you, the, yeah. I made the mistake. I, it's, I should have said the fourth spot. I, I apologize. Yeah. It was a battle for fourth. Right. So you did. At three. You guys did have Pulleyarvi at three. We did have him at three, and then it was sorry. I made a mistake. It was uh, Tuchuk and Dubois for the fourth spot. Not the third. 
I, I remember uh, seeing Kachuk in the Memorial Cup in London that year, and I'm like, uh, how do the Oilers pass on this guy? He's limping around with basically a busted ankle, and he's obviously got the gamesmanship, the moxie. He's going to be an impact guy right away, and he has. He's been a terrific pick for the Flames, and uh, the Oilers have some work to do, and yes, he's got some work to do moving forward to become the player he can become, but it's where a guy's going to be at 25, not necessarily at 19. Mark Edwards from HockeyProspect.com. So what did you end up deciding? At, you mentioned, so you got Darlene at number one, you got Svechnikov at number two. Uh, so Montre- Kachuk at three. And you, ha- and three, you have Zadina K- four. You got Kachuk at three and Zadina at four. Do you think the Montreal Canadiens are thinking that way? Yeah, I don't know. I, haven't tried. I was born and raised in Montreal, so I'm always curious as to what they're going to do. And I, I, I go back and forth between Zadina. I think they're just like they're getting a lot of that. Skill, 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 and I think Brady has a ton of skill. It just gets masked a little bit because of the game he plays. But you right. know, playing that big physical power forward game, and he's a really smart hockey player. I think he's uh, he's way more creative uh, and smart and, and skilled than he gets credit for. I think that just overshadows kind of the flashy one timers and the pure goal scoring that Zina Zadina has flashed in uh, you know something like World Junior, a big event there. But then I then I think of the the uh, defenseman as well for Montreal. I mean, let's face it; they need they need a lot. Well, they need a they need defense and they need centers. And yeah, they they so traded they traded Sergachev and they didn't get a guy that was a true center back in that deal, in Jonathan Drouin, uh, who, frankly, I think has some limitations long term playing in the middle. And and so there's some thought. And I I mean I, I can tell you, Mark, I was stunned at how long them and I had Mark Antoine go down from the Athletic out of Montreal on the show last. I couldn't believe how much time they were spending with Cock and Yemi. And I'm like. Well, he, he, they can't take him third. I mean, he's six, seven, eight, nine for sure. But third, uh, you know what I mean. And I was kind of. Per- I'm in the same boat. Uh, I love the player, but I just, I just don't think you know. It's like you know the NFL. Like, how far do you want to reach for your quarterback if he's not really? You're thinking the guy that can be your quarterback, and, yeah. and I just think that in, in you know the difference between the quarterback and you know. Uh, an offensive lineman or something in the NFL to wing or center. I think it's a different story. And I just, just give me the the guy you got ranked higher and, and whether it's the D or the, uh, the winger. And in our case, you know, we've got uh, one, two, three, four, five guys ahead of, or six guys ahead of, uh, Cock- uh here, Yeah. So. All right, so your top four then, uh, you've got uh, Darlene, and then you've, you're sitting there at number two with Svechnikov, Kachuk at three, and Zadina at four. Uh, who's in the five? At five, is that when the run on D starts? Yeah, so it's, it's not really a run for us, but it goes D here. That's Dobson, who was in the running for three, uh, and then he you know, kind of fit into five there nicely. And then we go kind of off the board, I guess you would call it, based on, uh, if you're looking at some other public lists, with Vitaly Kravstov, uh, a Russian, uh, almost mm. six foot three. Uh, you know, I believe you saw him in mm. Buffalo there. Really, really, really skilled. And you know what I really kind of, you kind of have like a, a moment where you just kind of go, okay, like I'm getting sold here. And it was, I saw a little, I hate doing the comparisons, but I, just a little kind of flashes of Elias Pedersen, who I loved last year. And we had, I think we put him third by, you know, before Christmas. Right. Uh, so when I saw that, you start to look a little deeper. And uh, then what we do here, and I tell all our guys, you know, put yourself, you know, just envision like you're on an NHL staff. You're on the last year of your contract. You're on the draft floor. And you got to actually live with this pick. Uh, so that's one of the reasons that an Adam Bolquist, who I love, is way down at 11 for us because he's got 
couple concussions now. It's a little tougher when you put yourself in that realistic situation to pull a trigger on a guy like him. Yeah. And same thing with a Kravstov, who might end up being one of the most skilled person in this draft. But it wasn't until I talked to a lot of guys at the Combine, and they said his interviews were really good. You know, he's got a sister going to uh, University in Toronto. Uh, you get a little more comfortable with the idea of taking this guy high. And again, had he played over in North America and played in the CHL, he'd probably be a consensus top ten pick. But not yeah, when they're when they come over, you get a little more soul than throwing out the old you know quotes Russian factor, right? Right. So. Well, you've you've put a that's the name out there that our listeners are going to be sitting there going, well, you know. T- so tell us more about him. So he's a bigger he's a bigger skilled. Is he more of a winger than a center? Is is there a comparable in terms of the type of player that he reminds you of? Uh, he's a right winger, um, amazing skater. Uh, he's a little slight in frame, which also remind me of Elias Pettersson. Uh, okay. But just as far as goal scoring, like we're talking high, high, high end skill, pure goal goal scoring ability. You know, you give him, uh, you give him enough room for an inch around each, you know, uh, puck space, and he'll he'll find a way to get the puck in that little tiny spot, and uh, you know, just dangling around D, making them look silly. Uh, he'll take pucks to the net. And then he shows some creativity, too, as well, uh, moving some pucks. He had a fantastic playoff playing pro in the uh, in the KHL. Um, so there's there's a lot there. Uh, I think a lot of teams were kind of late to the party and scrambled to do some work. Had a lot of discussions with guys over the past two weeks about yeah. him, and it seems like I've never heard so many scouts say to me, yeah, I've watched a lot of tape on him recently. You know, you just don't. You don't hear that too often. That's more of a football term, watch the tape. Sure. You know, hockey's live, live, live. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that we were forced to, unfortunately, have to just go to the tape. Uh, but uh, it, I'll be really interested to see where he comes off the board because I just don't think enough teams uh, got on board and, and uh, saw a ton of them really early. And I think he had he had a lot of interviews at the combine. Mark Edwards, interpreter. Hot- Mark Edwards, HockeyProspect.com. Bob Stoffer with you in orders now. All right. Uh, so you got Kakanyemi at seven. Is that right? Is that what you said earlier? And he was uh, Kakanyemi is at eight. Wallstrom's uh, a hair above him. Uh, okay. U.S. National Program all over Wallstrom, who is kind of Zadina like with the goal scoring and the sure. shot. Uh, they're really reminding me of each other. Uh, I can't stress enough how tight this little grouping is here. I mean, you know, we had uh, probably two weeks before we had Wallstrom up in that that area and then you have some more discussions more discussions and breaking them down and and it's it's as close as i can ever remember as having a three to eight area where do you have hughes uh you mentioned boquist is at 11 hughes as well as uh uh bouchard uh, boquist and i'm going to throw ty smith in that mix as well yeah so hughes bouchard boquist is our run on the end it's 9 10 11 uh that was really tight as well i mentioned boquist quickly both the concussions, and that's why he's at eleven uh, in you know third amongst that group. R- wrist injuries as well for him, right? Uh, yeah, I hadn't heard as much about that, but it's, it's concussions in this day and age when we're hearing more about concussions and precautions, and, and people getting a little more uh, worried about them. Well, I get worried too when I put myself, as I said, right in a situation where you actually have to pull the trigger. So, and then you ask Ty Smith; he's down at seventeen. This is one where. Um, Ty Smith just didn't have great uh, games for me this year. Last year he did, but just in my particular viewings this year, he just wasn't uh, as good as, as he was for me last year. Uh, our West guys were really high on him. Uh, if we were just going by them, he would have been a tad higher, but 
I think he could understand. I can just go by, you know, the and the U eighteen, uh, and he didn't have a great U eighteen. Not not fantastic. I don't. I wasn't as down as others, but yeah, I wouldn't say that he he you know blew the doors off or anything. So, and we're again, we're talking about you know guys in front of him like Denisenko, who I love, uh, Martin Cote, who we really love, Dominic Bach, amazing skill, and Joel Farabee, who we had up in you know six five six range for a lot of the year. So those are pretty good names in front of him as well. Okay, uh, Bouchard. Uh, right shot, six foot uh, two, can really move the puck. He's playing in a very professional program in London, albeit they moved some, or one of the rare years they didn't load up. I mean, they're going to be good next year. We all know that. And they'll end up getting a couple American kids and nobody else can get in into the OHL. So, you know, there's some upside with this player. Are you concerned about his footwork at all? Uh, I was till I watched him at the, the combine go through the skill testing, and it was actually the agility was was pretty impressive given his size. Um, when you see him in a game, it's it's you know kind of looks like eh, man, little little wonky. But when I actually watched go, him go through agility test in Guelph at the Top Prospects game, uh, I think I just said combine him at the Top Prospects game in Guelph in January. He uh, he was actually pretty impressive going through that, so that alleviated uh, some of my concern. And that's actually when we bumped him up a little bit. He's a guy that I would have thought would have escaped the top six until just some conversations over the last few days with some scouts were mm-hmm. starting to hear a little, you know, just call it rumor. It's, it's nothing more than that, but just like that he might actually drop to that nine or ten spot. So all of a sudden, you know, if those rumors could be somewhat accurate, he'd be a, he'd be a guy that uh, might be available at ten. And I think if he if he is, he would be he would be you know taken by the Oilers. So oh, I think, I I think, think if you, if you're on to something. Talking, yeah, 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 yeah. I think if it was Kakinyemi, Bouchard, either one of those got. Uh, I think either one of those becomes a member of the Oilers. But that's just uh, something. Well, Boquist and maybe Kratsov have to go in order for that for them both to be uh, available in that spot. I, I think that's probably a fair assessment. Just to just to wrap up, Mark uh, Mark Edwards from HockeyProspect.com. I got to do this because guys are texting the show. They they all want a right shot D, so they're upset that I I personally like Smith a little bit more than Boquist. I realize Boquist has a higher offensive ceiling, and I I just Smith might be better for Edmonton specific if everybody else is kind of gone. Ryan Merkley, okay. <laughs> I I am not. I, he I was not a fan of Ryan Murphy. Okay, and uh, I know Merkley has been uh, compared to Anthony D'Angelo. You're already laughing. Do you guys even have him in uh, the first round? Where do you guys have him? No, we've got him down. Uh, we just stuck him at 70. I mean, I, I wouldn't draft him, personally. Um, my A friend of mine coached him in his first year minor midget, and uh, so I've known about this kid a long time, and he's just not my cup of tea. Like, I just... You know, I got four years worth of hearing the same stuff. And, yeah, uh, I've seen games where my jaw dropped in the lack of lack of effort, like a giveaway, and he, he just turns and watches the guy go in and and uh, on his own net, and he doesn't chase, he doesn't do anything, throws his arms up, look at the looks at the sky. Like yeah. I just, just personally, that's just as someone who's coached junior and everything. Like I just don't have time for that stuff. And uh, I got four years worth of you know going back to my buddy that coached with minor midget. Yeah. Uh, hearing the same same stuff over and over again so for me i just take a pass all right uh how much more important today is hockey sense and uh skating and conversely less relevant today size i think uh all the above very important uh for for us number one on my list when i'm going to to look at a player i want hockey sense then i go to 
uh, skill compete kind of right. equal, and then we'll go to the skating. Yeah. Um, you know, you just you're seeing the little guys now. Uh, I mean, I've had to adjust uh, with some of these smaller defensemen, especially uh, making it. I mean, uh, Quinn Hughes. I've watched him since minor midget. Uh, he knocked my socks off the first time I saw him with the Toronto Marlies, and and one of my favorite players to watch ever since. Uh, for me, it's just he's just got to mature a little bit as far as uh, some of the puck decisions. Um, Conf- know, I've seen him dangle on the yep. top of his slot, right? Yep. Like just 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 tries to do a little too much at times. But I think with maturity and uh, you know a little growth here, he'll be fine. But he's he's fun to watch. He, there's he's never seen some open ice he didn't love to exploit. Mark, great stuff. Uh, again, it's HockeyProspect.com. Their book is now out. Uh, and Mark and his group, uh, while respected by multiple organizations around the league, is one of the best independent scouting services out there. Thank you for taking time to join us here in Oilers now. Uh, thanks for having me. You bet. One twenty-seven in Edmonton. We are late into the break. Uh, we'll come back with Mike Harrington out of Buffalo, uh, who we just saw in Buffalo about 10 days ago. There's lots in the Sabres, including... Rasmus Ristolainen? Really? And then there's O'Reilly. After a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca.